for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the fourth, BYU 7, Utah Valley no score. Greg Rubel and BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem here at Miller Park. Home opener 2021 for BYU. Cougs up 7-zip on the Crosstown UVU Wolverines. Second inning of work for Luke Sterner. And Sterner delivers strike one to the Wolverines' first hitter in the fourth. The catcher, Drew Sims. Sims, one plate appearance, 5-3 ground out. That came in the second. Right-handed hitter, right-handed thrower. Outside for the right-handed hitter. Ball one. One and one. First hitter of the fourth inning. BYU scores one in the first, five in the second, one in the third. 7 nothing. BYU leading UVU. Sterner kicks and fires. And that's Rip going to get down to deep left field. Cut off, but circling first. Hesitation. And they had no one covering second. And so standing up with a double is Drew Sims. Sims wasn't quite sure he wanted to go two for uh, go for two himself. Then he saw the base open and got there with ease. And so called a double to left. McIntyre throwing in, but nobody at second. Yeah, that was a spot there where the middle infield thought that that ball was going to get to the wall and he would have an easy double. But uh, he actually was able to cut that off. And had there been a guy at second, it would have been a closer play. Yeah, because there was hesitation yeah. by Sims rounding first. He's a catcher. doesn't run well, yeah. you know. Yep, does end up at second. So leadoff man on. Hit number four on the day for Utah Valley. No runs on those four hits. BYU seven runs on nine hits. And the first offering to the second hitter of the inning is a strike for Payson Hayes, the designated hitter. Hayes advancing on a base on ball, stranded in the second. One of two left on in that inning. The Wolverines have left on four. And again, they trail 7-0. And now at second with none out is Drew Sims after a double. That's grounded to second. Easily handled. Throw to first. Retires Payson Hayes. So Pintar to Achikar. And one gone down here in the top of the fourth. Advancing two-third is the catcher Sims. He's 90 feet away. One out. And the righty stepping in is Jeff Ahrens, the left fielder. Yeah, nicely done there by Hayes to just get the runner over there. And, and had he been still at first... You know, that would have been double play ball. Yeah. So, just the little things. So, Aaron singled and was stranded in the second. Singled to right. Man at third ball gets away from Joshua Cowden, and that will allow the Wolverines to score their first run of the day. So, double, ground out, and wild pitch. Just like that, Wolverines score their first run in the top of the fourth. 7-1, to BYU leading it. As coming home from third is Drew Sims. And on that pitch... Going to see Cowden go out and have a quick word with Luke Sterner, second pitcher of the day for BYU. Yeah, Cowden didn't try to block that, and I, I think it might have been a situation Cross where he up? possibly crossed up. Yeah. So, wild pitch scored, and Sims with run number one for Utah Valley. One run on four hits for UVU. The 1-0 forthcoming here to Jeff Ahrens. Right-handed hitter Aarons, right-handed throwing Sterner. Catches the outside edge for strike one. One and one with one gone here in the top of the fourth. Base is empty. Same edge, same call. Strike two. One and two with one gone here in the top of the fourth. One run scoring on a double. Followed by a ground out advancing the runner. Followed by a wild pitch. It's a manufactured run for Utah Valley. 7-1 our score, top four. That's fouled down the first baseline. Before the game today, first pitch was thrown out by Brent Norton. Yep, good to see him out there. 30 years in the booth. Received a commemorative number 30 framed jersey. Wonderful commemoration for the longtime yeah, voice a, of the baseball Cougars, Brent Norton. Such a great guy. Great family. The 1-2 with one gone. That's again laced foul. Now the right field side. The hitter is Jeff Ahrens. One for one on the day. Hitting for the second time today. Riverton High School product. Jeff Ahrens. Luke Sterner of the pitching Sterner brothers on the hill for BYU. On a staff day, maybe has went two. Didn't allow a run. That's grounded to third. Cole to Achikar on the 5-3. So an easily handled ground out there. Nice fire from 
Payton and Tugon here in the top of the fourth. One run across here in the fourth for Utah Valley. Taking a seven-run deficit and cutting it to six. Seven to one, our score. As Aarons has retired on the ground out. So back-to-back ground outs, 4-3 and 5-3. With the son of the coach, Mick Madsen, stepping in. Madsen, flight out to right in the second, 0-for-1 on the day. And that's chopped foul down the third baseline. The 0-1 with two gone. BYU's home opener here in 2021 sees Utah Valley as the opposition for a third straight year in the Miller Park opener. That's off speed and high for ball one. One and one with two gone. Luke Sterner is the pitcher on the mound for BYU, second of the day. Look at a fastball approaching 90. Changing curve sitting in the 70s. That's piped in, foul back. Strike two. So we'll see if the Kooks can uh, get out of the inning with just one run across. The 1 2 forthcoming with two gone. Luke Sterner on the mound and Mick Madsen in the batter's box. The all, the all artificial turf here at BYU. The wave of the bat for Madsen over his right shoulder. That stays high for ball two. Two and two, two gone, top four. And the Cougar lead is six. BYU bouncing back from a six-game losing skid with three consecutive wins and the three you want to get because it opened conference play. So you're at the top of the league after a series sweep on the road, no less. Great yep. way to end the skid and get a real shot in the yard coming back home. Yeah, it's a great way to, to start conference play. And, and, and you know the one thing that was kind of refreshing was because it was conference play, we just come off a, a tough loss at Dixie and the guys kind of could just say, hey, the season starts now. Who cares about the preseason? None of that matters because, really, it's conference play. You have to win your conference to go to, re- to, 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 go to regional. So they were able to kind of refresh their mind on Wednesday and then get going. So it'll be interesting to see how we keep, keep that momentum going. I like so far what I'm seeing. The 2-2 fouled back over the canopied roof here at Miller Park. Stage 2-2 with two gone here in the top of the fourth. One hit here in the fourth, followed by... Ground out and wild pitch, scoring through Sims. 7-1 to one our score. And that's singled sharply to left by Mick Madsen. It'll put him at first with two gone here in the top of the fourth. So fifth hit of the day for Utah Valley and second of this inning. Yeah, good swing right there by Mick. Guy's been struggling throughout the year. Had a chance to get two RBIs his last at-bat and flew out to, to deep right. So the center fielder, Andrew Hacker, ninth in the order. Fifth hitter of this inning, the man on first. That's fouled into the screen in front of the facing at the BYU dugout. 0-1 with two gone here in the top of the fourth. 7-1 BYU leading Utah Valley. Utah Valley with no hits in the first inning. One in the second. Two in the third. Already a couple here in the fourth. BYU seven runs on nine hits thus far. Luke Sterner. Righty to righty. Man on first is Madsen. Foul to the other side. 0-2. So Luke ahead. Of Hacker. Next up, should they get there, regardless of when they get there, it'll be Garrett Broussard, leadoff hitter for Utah Valley. And BYU's next hitter will be Mitch McIntyre. Glancing back at first is Sterner. The 0-2 delivery with two gone. And that's low and gets away from Cowden, allowing Madsen to advance to second. So the wild pitch here for BYU, two in the inning. Yeah. First one contributed to the first score, the only score for Utah Valley. Yeah, and Josh tried to block that, but it just kicked away from him, enough for Madsen to move up to second. So Madsen singling to left and then advancing on the wild pitch, putting a runner in scoring position on a windy day here in Provo. The 1-2, two, two gone, top four, 7-1, to BYU the lead. Madsen takes his lead at second, looking at... And not getting the appeal on what they hoped was strike three. It'll go to ball two. Two and two as it was tantalizing on the outside edge for Hacker. 
Hacker, contrary to his name, not biting and watching ball two. So two and two with two gone. Runner at second is Madsen. That's a big spot here. You don't want to give them another run here in this inning and kind of get them a little bit of confidence going. Fifth batter of the inning for Utah Valley is Hacker. And he awaits the 2-2 delivery from Sterner. A glance back to second. Comes Plateward and pipes it inside and a little low, I guess, for ball three. So a full count with two gone. And Madsen will be on the move here in the top of the fourth. In the top of the fourth is where the Wolverines have scored their lone run of the day. 7-1 our score. BYU has scored in every inning thus far. 1-5-1 in the first, second, and third innings, respectively. Carson, I beg your pardon, Luke Sterner. Working on the third base side of the rubber. Sharp one hopper to Cole. Cole fires to Freddie at first, and they get Andrew Hacker to end the inning. So sharply off one hop to third, but the 5-3 retirement ends the top of the fourth. BYU 7 and Utah Valley 1. Our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First hitter at the bottom of the fourth for BYU is the number three hitter, the left fielder. Number six, Mitch McIntyre. Left-handed hitting McIntyre, right-handed throwing Carson Brown. Takes the 0-1. 0-1 to McIntyre. Outside for ball one. Mitch, two for two today with an RBI. A couple of singles for McIntyre. Now hitting 338 on the year. The 1-1, and that's ripped, but a liner right to shortstop. Handled there by Garrett Broussard. One gone here in the bottom of the fourth. Good swing there. Just hit it right at him. So reaching across his body, Garrett Broussard with the line out to shortstop. Joshua Cowden, BYU's catcher today. Hit into a 4-6-3 in the first. Walked. And stranded in the second. Now hits in the fourth. Left-handed hitter, Joshua Cowden. Against the righty, Carson Brown. one 0 2-0 low. One gone here. Bottom four. BYU scored in every inning. We'll see if they can keep that particular string alive here. Leading 7-1. Seven runs on nine hits. Committed one error. UVU one run on five hits. Error free thus far in the field for the Wolverines. That's three straight balls to Joshua Cowden. So the bat's likely to stay on the shoulder here with one gone here in the bottom of four. Once in a while, coach will give a kid a 3-0, you know, let him fly. Fire away. But not often. I don't think this is the time. (laughs) And he's going to watch ball four skip in front of home plate. So a four-pitch walk. Carson Brown will put Joshua Cowden at first base. So Cowden reaching safely on the free pass. Next up for BYU, the center fielder Cole Gamble. Ground out. Fly out. So that's a that Jeff Clough is giving him a 20-second warning because he stepped off before. He, you should have 20 seconds once you get the ball and the, the batter goes in there. And because he stepped off and didn't attempt to pick off, you have 20 seconds. And the next time it happens, it should be a ball. Yeah, so one ball. One ball will so be. Did they already give it to him? Yeah, they did. So, yep, so yeah. 1-0 and here on a count. So Cole Gamble. And both of his both of his at bats both of his at bats came in the second. He hit first and yep. tenth in the second. He did. So that's a that's a new rule this year. The twenty second clock. Once the pitcher has the ball, you have twenty seconds to throw the ball. Once the batter gets into the box, we had an issue at Utah where the clock kept starting too early. Yeah, they were and the starting clock, the clock was visible at yeah. at at, uh, at Smith's Ballpark. And, and is and is there a, is there a visible? It isn't here. So yeah. the umpires are actually keeping it on their stopwatch, and so. Yeah, we could we could watch the clock go down at uh, at Smith's Ballpark in Salt Lake, and and the only extra visible notation here would be pitch speed, right? Yep. Here, so Cole Gamble, 0 for two, on the ground out and the fly out. The man on first and one out here, 
in the fourth. Looks at strike one. So ball one and strike one. One ball coming on the clock and a thrown strike to one and one with one gone. The man on first is Joshua Cowden. BYU 7-1, to one, the lead over Utah Valley. And swinging through it for strike two is Joshua is Cole Gamble. Yeah, got a little too pumped up there. Swung at a ball up in his eyes for strike two. Cole hitting 167 on the year. They'd have three home runs coming into the day. That's outside. Skips in front of the catcher, Sims. Corrals it. Two and two with one gone. We're in the bottom of the fourth. BYU scored in every inning, but haven't put a man across here in the fourth yet with one gone. Man on first is Joshua Cowden. Advance, uh, second walk on the day for Joshua. Grounded out in two walks for the Cougar catcher. And that's drilled in the gap to left center, but it's going to be caught by the center fielder right at the warning track. So, as the wind slackens just somewhat to center field, that hung up enough for the center fielder to handle, and so that's the second consecutive long out for Cole Gamble. He's gone to right field and now to center field. Yeah, he hit, last that, two outs. hit that well, just hit too high, I'll say. <laughs> Jacob Wilk. Double and homer in his first two at-bats. Solo shot in the third. That one went to right. The right-handed hitting Jacob Wilk. Double and scored in the second. Solo home run in the third. Fouls it back into the screen. In his first swing of his at-bat here in the fourth. Bottom four, two out now. Man on first and the 0-1 coming to Jacob Wilk. BYU 7, Utah uh, Valley 1 is our score. BYU will have the off day tomorrow and then start their USF WCC series on Thursday. Tie for ball one. One and one. Two gone here, top, bottom four. The only home game of last year before the COVID shutdown was against UVU, and BYU won that 5-4. It was March 3rd of 2020, and here we are March 23rd of 2021, a year and 20 days later. This will not be the only home game of 2021. Yeah, we played, we, we played them on a Tuesday like today, and then we had practice on Wednesday, and then Thursday we all took batting practice with LMU. We're supposed to start the conference weekend, and then the season got canceled, and it, everything went crazy. 2-1 with two gone here in the bottom of the fourth. Wilk takes inside. Ball three. Three and one with two gone. Another good opportunity here for Wilk to drive a ball here. 3-1 count. Beyond time, put a good swing. The man on first, Joshua Cowden. Cowden on base for the second time today, both via walk. He was stranded in the second. And that's lifted to right. His last at-bat hit a little harder, carried over the wall. This one stays in the park and is caught by the right fielder, Marco. So we're through four complete, no runs for BYU. And no hits in the inning. After four complete, BYU 7, UVU 1, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top five here at Miller Park in Provo. Pitching change for BYU. Pitching changes are brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. We use the phrase staff day, meaning it's designated to use multiple pitchers on the staff, have them go each a limited number of innings. And so on this staff day, BYU's third pitcher of the day to lead off the fifth inning is Cy Nielsen, the left-hander out of Spanish Fork High School. Six foot three, 210 pounds. Cy Nielsen will be on the hill as the Wolverines bring to the plate their leadoff hitter and first hitter of this inning, Garrett Broussard. Cy on the year. Has made four starts. Now comes out of the pen, but four starts, five appearances. His record one and two with a 9.35 ERA. Hitters are batting 281 against him. So the lefty, Cy Nielsen, on the mound. And the right-handed right hitting, hitting, Garrett Broussard, is the first hitter of the fifth. And that is piped in for ball one. Must have been just a little just low. Just a little low. I'm thinking yeah. it was just gunned in there by Cy. Cy was a starter, now coming out of the pen, but one of multiple left-handed options out of the pen for Mike Littlewood. Yeah, and he has elite stuff. I mean, that first fastball you saw right there for ball one was 94 miles an hour, and then that was an 85-mile-an-hour slider. He has major league stuff. It's just got to put it all together. That's swung on and missed for strike two. So quickly to one and two 
on Garrett Broussard. Broussard flied out. Popped up really to first in the in the to first in the first inning, and then the five three in the third. He hits now in the fifth with BYU leading at seven to one. Top five. Broussard looks at the one two. Slow chopper to Achikar. He'll scoop it to Sai. Steps on first, and the first batter is retired in the top of the fifth. And Greg, that's a 95-mile-an-hour running-away fastball that he just barely can put in play. I mean, he has elite stuff. It is fun to watch him pitch, especially when he's throwing strikes. His stuff includes a slider in the mid-to-high 80s, a curve around 80, and a change in the mid-80s. Cy Nielsen, lefty on the hill for BYU, third pitcher of the day for Mike Littlewood. We've seen Mabius, Sterner, Luke Sterner, and now Cy Nielsen. Fouled back by the number two hitter in this inning. The number two hitter in the order. The second baseman, Mitch Morales. 0-1 oh, to Mitch coming up. So the 3-1 ground out to lead off the inning from Broussard. Mitch Morales quickly behind 0-2. Oh to sign Nielsen. Well, and Coach decided to, after the Utah start that he really struggled, um, decided to go with Carter Smith, who had a fantastic start for us last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that Sy can't get back. Mm, looked, and the appeal will not be the punch out. We've seen only one strikeout on the day. We're here yeah. in the fifth inning. Uh, and uh, the only strikeout was a backwards K, a caught looking on Brock Watkins in the third. Especially if you look statistically, both teams have a lot of strikeouts. And so it's interesting that that's the case today. Yeah, One and two now. Forthcoming one gone here in the top of the fifth. Broussard retired on the ground out to first. Morales now hitting. He singled and was stranded in the third and will single to left field here in the fifth. So reaching base in consecutive at-bats is Morales. Singles with one out. Yeah, single to left and one on. One gone, top five. Got an elevated slider there that he was able to muscle into shallow left field for a single. Ended up being stranded at third in the third after singling in that inning. Next up, the number three hitter, jersey number three, Alexander Marco, the right fielder. Ground out in the first and reached on an error in the third. Low pitch that Cowden does well to handle and keep in play. It'll go to ball one. So the 1-0 with one gone. And one on here in the top of the fifth. BYU 7, Utah Valley no score is our score. Utah Valley one run on six scattered hits. BYU 7 runs on nine hits. Cook scored in the first three innings. Wolverines were shut out in the first three. Scored in the fourth. Didn't catch the outside edge. 2-0 from Cy. Cy Nielsen, third Cougar hurler to take the hill for Coach Mike Littlewood. Mike in his ninth season. Eric Madsen in his 13th. Coach Little with 228 wins as the head coach here at BYU. That's a swing and a miss through the pitch on third pitch of the at-bat. One strike. The 2-1 with one gone. As Alexander Marco with a man on first. Looks to advance here in the fifth. 7-1 our score. BYU looking for a fourth straight win. And that goes to 3-1 and on that thought. What would that have been there? Uh, the pitch bucket? There was a slider right there. Just a little down. Stayed a little low in the zone to go to 3-1 and one with one out. Nielsen looks at first. Swinging strike. 3-2 and two with one out. So lefty thrower and righty batter here as Nielsen faces Marco. And there's a spot there where he probably swung at ball four. A fastball that was down and in. But when you're gearing up for 95 miles an hour, it makes it tough to uh, to take that pitch. Jugo transfer Alexander Marco, Cochise College. It's fouled, stays 3-2. Three 3-2, two. Three two. the count. With yeah. one out here in the top of the fifth. UVU's done a good job over the years getting some really good junior college players. Seems like every year they get one or two guys that come in and start for them and play a lot of innings for them. And UVU, one of those rare schools to have gone from Juco to Division One. Yes, they the last, are. In the last decade. The 3-2 with one out. Nielsen kicks and fires. And that's ripped to the gap in left center. We'll get to the track. Bounce at the wall. Runner rounding third is going to be brought home. 
And Mitch Morales will score the Wolverines' second run on a double from Alexander Marco. The double to the gap in left makes the score 7-2 to as the Wolverines now score in consecutive innings. Yeah, and he got another slider down the middle, and he didn't miss that. Hit it off the base of the wall in left center. So RBI double for Alexander Marco scoring Morales, and the score is 7-2. So the Cougars scored the first seven. The Wolverines, the last two. The Cougar lead now five with one gone here in the top of the fifth. Next up for Utah Valley, the first baseman, number 20, Cade Polson. A pop-up to second and a ground-out 5-3. Those were his first two at-bats in the second and third innings, respectively. Hits now in the fifth with his team down five. And a man on second and a foul down the first baseline, 0-1-1 from Sy Nielsen. Sy Nielsen, BYU's third pitcher of the day. The Wolverines have also used three on a staff day for both teams. They went Jackson Otis, then Cole Yoakum, then we can pretend that he is Carson Brown. We don't have to <laughs> pretend he is Carson Brown. He's the third pitcher for UVU today as the Cougs are on their third. Nielsen kick fire and gets away from Joshua Cowden. Tracks it down, but not before the runner advances to third on the wild pitch or the pass ball, depending on the scoring decision here. Marco now to third. So the third run of the day is 90 feet away for Utah Valley. Yeah, and that's another big spot there to have a pass ball because now with with less than two outs, all you got to do is hit a ground ball to second here and you're going to score another run. So one and one with one out in the top of the fifth. BYU's lead five, seven to two. Alexander Marco on the pass ball, advancing to third. Lefty delivers high and outside. Sy Nielsen's count goes to two and one with one out. That's where Sy gets himself in trouble. It's fastball command. He's not able to locate his fastball as much as he would like, and because of that, you know, gets himself into hitter's counts, and, and hitter's been doing a good job this year of putting good swings on him. So Marco at third, 2-1, foul to 2-2. Two and two. Foul just to the screen. Right now it looks like the slider is the pitch that he has the most confidence in, and, and every time he's been getting up, he's been throwing that pitch and elevating it, and they've got both their hits off that pitch. It's been five years since UVU last beat BYU. Came here at Miller Park. 7-6 to six in 11 innings. Yeah, back that was in extra innings. 2016. Runner at third. As Nielsen. Good pitch. That's a big strikeout, Greg. Huge strikeout. Strikes out Polson swinging, and that's the first swinging strikeout of the day. The only previous strikeout we saw was the backwards K, and so Polson goes down swinging for out number two of the inning. Next hitter for Utah Valley, the catcher Drew Sims. Sims ground out in the second, doubled and scored in the fourth. Scored Utah Valley's first run. They've added their second here in the fifth. 7-2 to our score. And that is drilled. Is it sized up? And yes, it is indeed. Hauled in cleanly by Gamble in center field. So sharp, but to the center fielder. So after four and a half, BYU 7, Utah Valley 2 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. From sunny but windy, Miller Park in Provo. We're at the bottom of the fifth inning. BYU 7 and Utah Valley 2, our score. And our first hitter on the bottom of the fifth is Freddie Achikar, the Cougar first baseman. With a ground out and a pop-up in his first two at-bats. High, the offering from Carson Brown, third pitcher for Utah Valley. He's had the longest stint of the UVU pitchers today. This is his a debut, too, right? Hadn't had any coming Hadn't today? Hadn't had an appearance, that's yeah. right. Almost through the four-hole. Handled, and did he get Good him? Play. He did. Nice wow. play there by Morales. Mitch Morales diving to his left. Almost a four-hole single, but he jumps up with it. Throws to Polson to retire Achikar by a step, a half a step at first base. I thought that was a hit all the way. Nicely done. Looked like it might have enough to get past Morales there between first and second, but nice diving play. The pop-up and the fire catching Achikar. So Achikar is the first gone here in the fifth. Danny Jelilich shows bunt and takes outside for ball one. Danny reached and reached on a base on balls and scored in the second. Singled stranded in the third. 
So Danny one for one with a run scored. Swings through the second offering from Carson Brown. Danny's wife, Josie, has hit the road today with the women's soccer team. They've just touched down in San Diego. They've got the Toreros tomorrow afternoon. I'll be in San Diego for that call tomorrow. And back for baseball on Thursday. Busy week for you. Indeed. Fun week. Carson Brown outside to Danny. So Danny takes two and one with one gone here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU 7, UVU 2 our score. Cook scored the first seven, scoring one in the first, five in the second, one in the third. The Wolverines answering with singletons in the fourth and the fifth. Five-run lead for BYU. Carson Brown, two and one on Danny. The right-handed hitting Jelilich takes strike two. Two and two with one gone here in the bottom of the fifth, and BYU up five. So including today's hit, Danny six for his last nine at the plate. The weather may stay cool, but Danny's bat is heating up. Yes, it is at the right time. The bat barrel on his right shoulder, the 2-2, and that's a swing foul back to the screen. It stays 2-2. Two and two. To Jelilich, today's right fielder. I know that Coach Littlewood really loves this outfield of McIntyre, Gamble, and Jelilich left yeah, to right. It's an elite outfield. They all have great arms. They all can run. They all have, you know, good first steps. It's a great defensive outfield. Carson Brown, right-handed throwing. Danny Jelilich, right-handed hitting. And the 2-2 is high through the glove of the catcher, Sims, into the screen for a full count with one gone here in the bottom of the fifth. So Danny Jelilich on a one-for-one day with the base on balls. Has a full count coming at him here with his team up five. And the base is empty. Shadows beginning to creep across Miller Park. Wind continues to blow out, but not as briskly as before. The full count delivery... That's popped up to short right from Jelilich, and the right fielder will handle for out number two of the inning. So Danny flies out for the right fielder. It'll bring Peyton Cole to the plate. Peyton singled and scored in the second. Popped up to short in the third. Hits now in the fifth. And Utah Valley is looking for its uh, first 1-2-3 inning. Yeah, looking for a clean one. Carson Brown delivers to Cole, and Cole lines it to left field. Left fielder fighting the sun, but hauls it in. One swing, and the third out, just like that. So 1-2-3 for BYU in the bottom of the fifth. We're through five complete. Utah Valley seven, uh, trails BYU by a score of 7-2 to on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Change for BYU here in the sixth inning is brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And it'll be Tyson Heaton, the next to take the hill for Coach Mike Littlewood. 6'3, 215, the righty out of California. Will be pitcher number four. So when you say staff day, you could see upwards of six, seven guys. Yeah, you definitely could, yeah. You just want to keep everybody available for the weekend so you don't want to overtax anybody. Payson Hayes, the DH, is the first to hit for UVU in the top of the sixth. We're through five complete, BYU seven, and UVU two is our score. Tyson Heaton now on the hill. A tidy 1.12 ERA making his fifth appearance. He has one decision. It was a loss. But uh, just not getting hit. Opposing batters are hitting 080 against him right now. Yeah, and he pitched really, really good against Dixie and then came in against LMU as well, and it was even better against them. So nice to get him kind of going. He was injured earlier in this year and didn't make a couple of our, our trips, but uh, good to have him back. Nice swing put on that by Payson Hayes, and that's going to get to the wall and over it in left center. That's a home run for UVU. Three consecutive runs scored by the Wolverines after BYU took a 7-0 lead. The score is 7-3, a leadoff dinger by Payson Hayes here in the top of the sixth. Yeah, and he didn't miss that pitch. Good swing right there. That <laughs> ball was uh, hit well. Right as I said, he wasn't being touched this year. Yeah. Touch them all for Payson Hayes. As he takes Tyson Heaton yard, and just like that, the Wolverines score in three consecutive innings and make the score seven to three. Not going away without a fight and making this game interesting. They're Next scoring. Up, the they're left fielder Jeff Aaron's. They're scoring, and we put up a couple zeros. So 
Well, we low for ball one. The 1-0 to Jeff Aarons. Aarons singled, stranded in the second. And was retired on a ground out in the fourth. Hits now in the sixth for the Wolverines. 7-3 the score, but it was a 7-0 lead before the UV, uh, UVU answered. And that they have. And that was a no-doubter to left center. That hit on the berm, the, uh, the bark area in the shrubbery out there in left center. And, you know, we need to note that the wind has been blowing pretty steadily out all day. That was a good swing regardless, and that's another good swing. And that's now to the right center field gap, and that's going to get to the wall off a hop. Gathering and firing, not getting Aaron's at second as Gamble turned and fired quickly in, but that was a sharply hit double to the gap in right center, and so back-to-back hits a home run and a double now as the Wolverines are in business, not out, scoring position here, top six. Yeah, I mean, that is... Two straight batters that just absolutely hit barrels. Good piece of hitting right there. So the first two batters hitting safely. A homer for Payson Hayes and a double for Jeff Aaron. So man on second, still none out for Mick Madsen. Madsen fly out and single in his two at-bats. And then the pickoff attempt second gets away from Pintar into center field. Will Gamble handles and runner will stay put before a pitch could come plateward was interesting is a little bit of drama yeah just trying to do a quick pick off so at second Aaron's takes his lead on the hill Tyson Heaton fourth pitcher for BYU righty to righty here it's curved in strike one oh one none out here in the sixth after BYU took a seven nothing lead UVU has now scored three consecutive with one in each of the innings fourth fifth and sixth in the top of the sixth, shadows inch across the turf here at Miller Park. From the home plate, just covered in shadow, they look to the mound in sunshine, and that will be ball one. One and one, none out, top six, and a man on second. That man is Jeff Aarons with the double to right center. And Aarons has reached safely twice today, single and double. Pace and Hayes led off the inning with a jack to left center. Third homer of the day, two for BYU, one for Utah Valley. And that's fouled back to the screen. One and two as Tyson gets ahead of Mick Madsen. Well, if you're Tyson, you're looking for a strikeout right here. Get the out and don't let them advance the runner. Mick is the type of hitter who is a contact hitter, doesn't have a lot of power. He's just looking to kind of hit a ground ball to second right here. Runner in scoring position is at second. First base open. The one and two, the one two with none out here in the top of the sixth. The lead for BYU down to four. And that's ball two that skips but in front of the catcher Joshua Cowden keeps the runner at second. Tyson Heaton back in 2019, a 40th round draft pick of the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, he had, dra- he had been drafted much higher, um, but he had turned down a bunch of money early and said that he wanted to come to school, so. I was actually surprised that he got taken, but he's a, he's a talented arm. The 2-2 high for ball three. The Angels draft pick with a Dodger blue glove yeah. to go with his royal blue jersey and cap today. 3-2 and two with none out here at the top of the sixth inning. BYU's lead, which was 7-0, is down to 7-3. And you see him blowing on his fingers after every pitch. That kind of day. Temps in the 40s and steady wind today. And that's drilled to center. Cole Gamble will backpedal and haul it in. Runner will tag as the throw goes to third. Diving ahead of the throw is Aarons. And so he'll advance on the fly out to center. Retired is Madsen to center field. And that's the first out. Yeah, they threw it to Pintar at second to see if uh, they thought he left early. But the uh, umpire says no, he didn't. So the appeal is fruitless there. And staying at third is Jeff Aarons who tags and advances on the flyout from McMadson. That'll bring up the number nine hitter. The center fielder, number 25, Andrew Hacker. Hacker, flyout, ground out in the third and the fourth. He hits now in the sixth. His team down four, runner at third. And that is striped to center field. Gamble looking, watching it hit off the top of the wall. Runner will score from third. Throw comes into second with a double is Hacker. And that's four consecutive runs scored, cutting further into the BYU lead. So yeah. G- Gamble began the run toward the wall, then he made that turn and wait. Now you're hoping it stays in the park at that point. It hits off the wall, 
Ends up as a long double, and it will bring in Aarons from third base. And so two runs in the inning on a home run, and then a runner scoring from third on the double from Hacker. That will bring up the top of the order for Utah Valley. The score now 7-4. to four. So after a 7-0 lead, BYU seen that lead diminish to three runs as four straight are scored by UVU. One in the fourth, one in the fifth, and now two in the sixth as there will be a conference on the mound and Mike Littlewood is seen going to the hill for the first time. Yeah, and Tyson just is not missing barrels. Every single ball put in play was put in play hard. And it looks like he's going to go to the change. So we'll take a break. Pitching change next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand that broken arms haven't stopped. Babies continue to be born. Emergencies continue to happen. And doctor visits are still needed. At Intermountain Healthcare, we've put the measures in place to safely care for you in these difficult times. So please, don't put off the care you need, especially for stroke-like symptoms, chest pain, difficulty breathing, or other urgent care. We're here for you. Visit intermountainhealthcare.org slash here for you to learn how to get the care you need. For many of us, this past year has been like a field goal kick that hits the goalpost. So close to success, but no good. With all the uncertainty in our lives these days, we should take comfort in the things that have remained constant. The BYU Creamery has been a Provo landmark for nearly 75 years, with some of our recipes remaining unchanged since 1949. Whether you're celebrating the Coug's latest victory or just looking for a familiar flavor to get you through the week, the BYU Creamery is here for you. You can play BYU Radio wherever you've placed your smart speaker. Just ask your speaker to play BYU Radio and you'll hear our live 24-hour broadcast. You can also ask your speaker to play specific shows on demand. You can hear The Lisa Show, Constant Wonder, Top of Mind, or The Appleseed anytime you want. You can also listen to shows that help you gain a spiritual focus like In Good Faith and Finding Center. For a full list of all that we offer, visit BYUradio.org. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We stay at the top of the sixth, and Utah Valley remains at bat, having scored two in the inning and four in the game, taking a 7-0 BYU lead, pulling it to 7-4. The UVU Wolverines down just three. Time for a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Reed McLaughlin, the fifth pitcher for BYU. The right hand of throwing McLaughlin out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Enters the game for BYU. BYU followed five straight games with three or fewer runs, with now five straight games with four or more runs. That's the good news. They've scored seven so far today, but looking to stop the bleeding here as UVU has made it a 7-4 game. Man on second as we come back in. The hitter, top of the order, Garrett Broussard. Man on second is Andrew Hacker. Hacker had an RBI double moments ago to make it 7-4. We're in the sixth inning, Greg, and we already have 19 total hits in this game. I mean... The ball is being put in play and being hit well today. And BYU is being out-hit with a three-run lead. Right-hander McLaughlin comes plateward. First pitch was a strike. That goes to one and one with one gone. And a man on second in scoring position is Andrew Hacker. Garrett Broussard with a pop-up and two ground outs on his tally today. Give you a lot of credit. They're fighting back in this game, and it's now a ball game. They've scored four straight after going down seven. McLaughlin will step off the rubber. Wipe a brow that can't be sweating too much on a day like today. Windmilling the bat in the box is Broussard. Settles it over his right shoulder and awaits the 1-1. It's outside for ball two. So two and one. And Reed's behind the number one hitter, the leadoff man, Garrett Broussard. The leadoff man yet to reach for Utah Valley today. They've scattered ten hits. Four runs. BYU nine hits for seven runs. The lone error today committed by BYU. Righty on the hill. Righty in the box. Strike two across. 2-2 the count with one gone here in the top of the sixth. BYU scored seven runs all in the first three innings. Have not scored since. The next three innings have belonged to UVU. And Coach goes with McLaughlin here because he's a stopper for us. He's a guy that's used to these situations, and he knows that he's got to get his best relief pitcher in right now to stop the bleeding. And that's laced to left, and it's going to get beyond the left fielder. Mitch McIntyre bounced to the wall. Runner will hold at third 
And uh, Hacker had to hold up just a little bit to see if Mitch could make a play on it. Doesn't score on it, so it goes second and third, another double. So back-to-back doubles, double by Hacker. Hacker then stopping at third on the double by Broussard. So Broussard hitting safely for the first time today. The double to left, and now second and third with still just one gone. You're in the top of the sixth, so a big inning brewing for Utah Valley with the number two hitter, number eight, Mitch Morales, coming to the plate. Morales back-to-back singles, scored after his second single. So running out to McLaughlin for a quick word is the catcher, Joshua Cowden. He'll get back into his crouch. An empty count with one gone here in the top of the sixth. Already two across for UVU and two on. Runners in scoring position, second and third, are Hacker at third and Broussard at second. Back-to-back doubles. Three doubles in the inning and a homer for Utah Valley. Hit number 11 on the day. Yeah, and, and every hit this inning has been hit hard. Just laced. That's outside edge for ball one. So the 1-0 from Reed. Reed McLaughlin. A fastball, a slider, and a changeup for his offerings. Fastball can get low 90s on you. Slider around 80 and a change in the mid-80s on the McLaughlin menu. 1-0 with one gone here in the top of the sixth. 7-4, BYU's lead shrinking against UVU. And that's waited on and watched for ball two. Thought about it. He hung back and reads behind Morales now. Well, runners yeah, I mean, runners we, in second and third. I mean, we've got the tie-in run at the plate now. The momentum is all towards UVU. Their dugout's excited. Cougar pitching staff the last few innings have really struggled. Got to find a way to get an out right here. McLaughlin fires. That's fouled back for strike one. Two and one with one out. Runners in second and third. 20 hits on the day now, 11 belonging to UVU. UVU on the uh, on the year is averaging just seven hits a game. They're sitting at 11, a little more than halfway through. Just one of those days where all the hitters are seeing the ball real well today. That's off speed, and that's grounded to second. Runner will score on the throw out to first. The runner will advance to third. So advancing to third is Broussard. Scoring on the ground out is Hacker. And grounding out is Morales on the 4-3. So the ground out allows the run to score. That's three in the inning. And the lead is down to two. Seven to five hour score. Cook's seven-nothing lead has gone to seven-five with runs scored in each of the last three innings by UVU as BYU's been shut out in those three innings. Alexander Marco next up for the Wolverines. Tuck it. Reed needs to find a way to get out of this inning, and then the offense needs to come back out in the bottom of the sixth and answer these these runs. Strike one from Reed McLaughlin to the seventh hitter of the inning, the right fielder Alexander Marco. Marco reached on an error, or singled and advanced on an error in the third, grounded out in the first, and then doubled with an RBI, stranded in the fifth. He now hits in the sixth. And that's one and one now with two gone in the top of the sixth. And we talked about how hitting is contagious, and, and that's what UVU's done. They just keep putting on attack mode, and they've been able to put up a fantastic inning and right back in this ballgame with a chance to tie it up. Stringing good at bat after good at bat together, and that's Rip and going to skip in front of the center fielder. So a single to center will bring home Broussard, and the big inning continues for Utah Valley. Four across in the inning, six in the game, the single to center from Marco. And just like that, the score is 7-6. BYU was cruising at 7 to nothing. Six straight for Utah Valley on 12 hits now. The latest just in front of the center fielder hit by Marco. So Marco is at first base as Broussard scores on the single. And four across in the inning. The lead for BYU is down to one. So Marco takes his lead at first. The RBI single for Marco. Makes it 7-6. to six. The righty Reed McLaughlin. Goes outside and catches the outside part of the zone for strike one. So the 0-1 with two gone here in the top of the sixth. See if the Cougars can get those bats going again. They just had their first three up, three down back in the fifth. That seemed like a long time ago. Yes, it was. And that's right down the pipe. 0-2 with two gone. Well, so the interesting thing about this inning as well is, is is Coach went to two arms that have been pretty good, right, that have really, really had good years for us and, and they just haven't been able to get the outs. Reed, a 1.38 ERA coming into today on eight appearances. 
And that's a swing and strikeout. That's the second swinging K for BYU today. Gets him out of the inning, but four across the plate. Makes the score 7-6. Cougs lead the Wolverines 7-6 after 5.5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First batter at the bottom of the sixth for BYU is Andrew Pintar. Andrew two for two with a couple of RBIs. BYU looking to get the bats warm again on a cool day here in Provo. Seven to six our score. BYU leading Utah Valley. UVU getting back in the game with four in the sixth. Top of the sixth. We're in the bottom of the inning now. And Andrew Pintar, the right-handed hitting batsman, looks at the right-handed thrower for Utah Valley. Carson Brown, who's gone the longest of the three UVU pitchers today. Cooks have used five on a staff day. Yeah, he's come in and done a fantastic job just putting up a couple of zeros in a row. And Three straight pitches, though, are balls to Pintar. So Andrew, who's reached in all three of his plate appearances, first, second, and third, hits now to lead off the sixth. And takes the 3-0, and Brown does his job, makes it 3-1. Well, 3-1 count. Having a great day. Don't do too much here. Just looking for base runners, looking to go answer those four runs and put some more runs on ourselves. Win from the north-northwest, blowing out to center-right-center. Uh, center, right and that's high, a five-pitch walk for Carson Brown. And so Andrew Pintar has reached base safely in all four of his plate appearances. Two walks and two hits. And Andrew is at first base to lead off the bottom of the sixth. Cooks had their first 1-2-3 inning in the fifth. They get the man on, their, their lead man on here in the sixth with Brock Watkins coming to the plate. Ground out, home run, and backwards K for Brock in his first three appearances. Man on first, none out. Bottom six, and BYU leading it 7-6. to six. We have ourselves a ball game. Nine straight wins BYU has over UVU coming into today. That first pitch foul back for strike one. And I love and I hate these in-state games because they're just, they're always crazy like this. There is never an easy game. It's always, I mean, we go up 7 nothing, they fight back at 7-6 ball game, and, and here we go. And it seems like no matter who's trending a certain yeah. way, the trends rarely just, you know, carry into these in-state games. Very true. So righty v. righty here. Watkins puts a swing on that. That's going to send the center fielder backpedaling. He's going to watch that skip to the wall. So the warning tracking off the wall. Pintar rounding third, coming home. Double for Watkins and the Cougs restore a multiple run lead. Eight to six in the bottom of the sixth. The double for Pintar and McIntyre. I beg your pardon, the double for Watkins scoring Andrew Pintar here in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, that's a great job there by Brock. Absolutely tattooed a fastball to center. And uh, answer one run, but you, no outs for on second. They just put up a four spot. It's a two-run ball game. It's, you got to keep trying to add on to this. And it looks like Coach Madsen's taking a mound visit. Looks like they have a left-hander in the pen warming up. And looks like they're going to go to him. All right. So pitching change for Utah Valley. And they'll be bringing in the left-handed hurler. Dylan Cook. So Cook will enter the game for the visitors. BYU's lead goes to 8-6. Cook on the season, making his fourth appearance out of the pen. An ERA of 3.37. He's been touched up a little bit. Hitters are batting 500 against him. We'll see how he fares with BYU warming things up again here in the bottom of the sixth. The Cougs take a 7-6 game, make it 8-6. A walk by Pintar. And a double from Watkins scoring Pintar all the way from first. And he was on the path and motoring as leadoff hitters are wont to do. They were eager to get across and no trouble for Andrew in doing so. So Pintar's now scored for the third time today as three of BYU's eight runs scored. And he was leading our team in runs this year, right? Andrew was uh, leading the team in runs coming into today, yep. Andrew came in, I think, uh, at 12 runs scored. Now up to 15 on the day. Pintar and Cowden were the two that had uh, scored in double figures in runs coming into the day. Oh, when your leadoff hitters leading your team in runs, that's a usually a good sign. Runs and bases on balls and two bases on balls today. 
for well, Andrew and, and Andrew, his on base percentage is just off the charts. It's exactly what you want, you know, when you're talking about a, a leadoff hitter. The average inching toward 300, 277 at this point. Andrew's on base percentage coming into today was sitting over 400 yeah, at 407. So you throw all those leading four for four walks today, on, so yeah, yeah. He's uh, as far as being on base, bang, yeah, so, two for yeah. two with a couple of walks, yeah. yeah. So. So that on-base percentage will climb higher than it was. It was 407 coming in. You know, Mitch is there. You know, Mitch was at 430 today in on-base coming into today, and those are your, you know, two-year top three, two-year, yep. uh, two of the top of the, of, of the batting order for BYU. So UVU going to the left-hand, left-on-left matchup. The thing about Mitch is he's played so much in his career here. He's faced so many lefties, so many righties. He's never been a guy that, oh, there's a lefty, we can't hit him. And we'd never pinch hit for him. So he's used to these left-on-left matchups. And this is a soft lefty. He's 83 to 86. Good little breaking ball and a changeup. And so he's a guy that, you know, he's not overpowering you. So you just, as a left-handed hitter, you just try to stay inside the baseball and, and hit it right back up the middle. Mitch, two for, three, two for three today with an RBI. Singling in the first and the second. Lined out in the fourth. Lined out to shortstop. A well-hit ball to short. Yeah. Just a nice play made by shortstop to retire him in that one inning, but otherwise reaching safely today in two of his three appearances. And lefty v. lefty here, McIntyre digging in with Watkins on second after an RBI double. Well, it's hit so hard at the shortstop. Actually, Broussard took off his glove and was shaking his hand that he hurt his hand when he caught it. So 1-0 coming to McIntyre. BYU leads it 8-6. Both teams double-digit hits in this one. Ball two, two and zero, oh to McIntyre. Fourth pitcher of the day for Utah Valley is Dylan Cook. Lefty on the hill, lefty in the box, and Watkins at second. And that's strike one on a two and zero oh count. So two and one now. To Mitch McIntyre. They went slider, slider, and then fastball there. So Mitch has seen them all now. Working on the third base side of the rubber is Cook. From the stretch, a glance back to second. The kick, fire, delivery, and high in the zone for three and one. So Mitch, BYU's at-bats and hits leader, along with total base leader coming in two today. Has a man in scoring position in an 8-6 game. BYU up two in the bottom of the sixth. The wind, the delivery, and that'll go full. Takes for strike two. So three and two with none gone. Well, worst case here, if you're Mitch, you're just trying to ground out to second base and advance that runner. First two batters reaching for BYU. A walk to Pintar, scored on the RBI double from Watkins. Brock is at second. Mitch digs in on a full count with none out. The delivery. The swing grounded to short. Back to second will go Watkins in the throw out at first. Catches McIntyre there. So the ground out 6-3. Will bring to the plate Joshua Cowden. One gone. And Watkins retreating to second. So the runner stays in scoring position. One out. Bottom six. And the BYU lead two at 8-6. 12 hits for the Wolverines. 10 for BYU. So on a cold, cold day, the bat's plenty warm. Yep, they are. Utah Valley in the all grays today. The words Utah Valley across the chest. BYU in the royal blue jerseys, white pants. The word Cougars across the chest. Another lefty hitter, Cowden, facing the lefty hurler, Cook. Man on second, Watkins. That's a swing and a miss. So ahead on Cowden is Cook. 0-1, forthcoming. So the McIntyre 6-3 is the first batter retired here in the bottom of the sixth. BYU went without runs in the fourth and the fifth. Get back on the board here in the sixth and restore that multiple run lead. Two run cushion here at eight to six. UA looking for its fourth straight win. And that's going to be two consecutive strikes. A swing and a look for the 0 2 with one gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, Dylan that was a Cook. Dotted fastball running away from, from Cowden there. UVU picked seventh of ten teams in the WAC preseason poll. Bringing back all four starting pitchers from last season. Relief work here for Dylan Cook from the stretch with the man on second. The wind-up and delivery. Swing and strikeout. Ball got away from the catcher. He'll run 
and advancing as a throw out to first will allow Watkins to advance on third. So the drop third strike, and the batter was off and running, and that was Cowden. He was thrown out, but on the throw out to first, we saw a runner advancing to third. So Brock Watkins doing what he needed to do there and take advantage of that drop third strike throw. Yeah, and Poulsen, Poulsen almost threw that away. Mick had to come off third to go catch that ball. And we talk about the two-out hits, right? The two-out RBIs and how big they are. He's had a bunch of them today. And in a game like this where it's going to be a shootout, you just don't I, don't, I don't see it settling. One and the one and zero coming to gamble. That's outside edge two and zero. The two out RBI tally today, Tuck, is five to one in BYU's favor. Yeah. So a four run edge with two outs in a game you lead by just two. Yeah, and 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 had UVU gotten a couple more hits, they'd be in the lead because they've had chances. And that swung on him. A little out in front of it for Gamble. Fouls it down the first baseline. It'll go to 2-1 and one with two gone. Runner at third is Brock Watkins. Watkins advancing on the dropped third strike throw to first. So Cowden retired on the K. It's a swinging strikeout. But advancing on the strikeout is Cowden. Don't see that all the time. We saw it here today. Outside on a 2-1, 3-1 with two out. So Cole Gamble, the lefty hitter. We got against a good, the lefty thrower to Cook. You got a good hitter, right-handed matchup on deck. Be selective. Be very judicious here on the 3-1, two gone. Liked what he saw and popped it up to short center. The center fielder, Hacker, hauls it in, and the inning is over. But the Cougs get a run across to restore a two-run lead. Eight to six through six complete on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.